When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I need information. I need it five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. An everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 107.1. So um, what's new in your world? All right, Halle Berry trained so hard for her role in John Wick 3 that she broke three ribs. Oh, no. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. You can't do anything about that either. You just have to let them heal. Yes. She says, um, it's like a badge of honor for me. I don't know how it happened. Really, we don't know. Oh, yeah. They could but- just break... My ribs are like paper. I've broken oh, my ribs a couple of times. Once. It's so painful. It's hard to breathe, right? Oh, it's so terrible. It's all, uh, I've also broken my toe. It's kind of the same thing. You really can't do anything about uh, it. You just kind of... I mean, uh, I I would like wrap myself up. I was in Taekwondo at the time and just like... I know how it happened because somebody kicked, kicked me. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. then I was in a car accident and broke a couple ribs. Oh, and then when my daughter was... When I was pregnant, I broke ribs because she kicked me from the inside. She oh, was fun. so big and just cracked my ribs in there. I could not wait to get that baby out. Let me tell you something. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, There aren't any spoilers in this Endgame thing I'm going to talk about here, so don't worry. But apparently, the film caused quite an emotional reaction for at least one viewer. A Chinese college student had to go to the hospital after she began sobbing uncontrollably during a midnight screening of the movie last Wednesday. Uh, she's 21 years old. She cried so hard that she began hyperventilating and experiencing chest pain. And they had to use an oxygen mask to calm her down. Oh, my and gosh. Just, well, how, how about that? That is the opposite reaction that I had. <laughs> right. I was like, I'm dead inside. I don't feel anything. <laughs> oh, poor, oh, poor thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. Mm. I, I, te- I, my eyes got a little extra watery um, at, at just a couple spots, but it not to that. Oh, man. I yeah. hope she's okay. Yeah, I think she's going to be oh. okay. She might not want to see it again for a while until yeah. she calms down. Yeah, though. just go back and watch the other ones. It's right. be okay. <laughs> Adele's not wasting any time. It's being reported that she has shared with friends that she is already divorced. We just learned about their separation, yeah. but I guess it was well on its way and ready to be final. So um, she's telling the media as little as possible, but she, she's been uh, saying that they're separated. She has said to friends that she's trying to find a new normal. And she was also seen walking to an, a recording studio last month. So. Ooh, so hard to do in public. Oh, my gosh. You just, yeah. Man, yeah. feel for her. Absolutely. And, and their baby, too, you know. For sure. They've been together for quite a while now. So Yeah. All right. That's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. I just needed some dirt. Thank you. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520. 
on My Talk 1071. Excuse me, sir, it's seven, seven, seven. Time for Jason and Alexis in the mornings. Here is an illustrated summary of the new, new, new. Seven headlines at seven. What news do you bring? I've got about seven different things going on now. Give me at least seven. And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> What's going on this morning? What's going on this morning? I'm going to tell you. Alexis and Dawn just gave you the dirt, and now I am going to give you the details in our seven at seven. One. First up, starting local, everyone. Closing arguments are expected. Today in the Mohammed Noor tri- murder trial, after three weeks of testimony, people around the world are now waiting for a verdict. The former Minneapolis police officers charged with murder and manslaughter in the shooting death of Justine Damon back in 2017. The jury could be again deliberating later today. <laughs> the Minnesota United pick up their first win at Allianz Field, beating the D.C. United uh, last night. The lone goal was scored by Angela Rodriguez in the 82nd minute. The first two games at their new stadium ended in draws, so the team uh, was happy to celebrate a win in front of fans. The United will be back at Allianz Field on Saturday against Seattle. Three. Meanwhile, the Vikings add a record 12 players in the NFL draft. That's the most the team has ever selected since the draft dropped to seven rounds. In addition to first-round pick Garrett Bradbury, the Vikes added three other offensive linemen. They also picked up a tight end, running back, and two receivers. Four. A Democratic presidential hopeful is coming to Minnesota this week. Pete Buttigieg is hosting a fundraiser in St. Paul and Minneapolis on Thursday. Aside from Senator Amy Klobuchar and President Trump, the South Bend, Indiana mayor is the first major presidential candidate to visit Minnesota. Five. Let's turn to national news now. Charges are expected this week against a suspect in a deadly shooting at a synagogue near San Diego. Investigators say 19-year-old John Ernest killed one person and wounded three others during the attack. Witnesses say it could have been much worse, but his gun jammed and he ran away. The 60-year-old woman he shot died, who was reportedly trying to shield a rabbi when she was shot. Six. Turning to politics, Attorney General William Barr is threatening to skip this week's hearing with the House Judiciary Committee. He is supposed to testify about the Mueller report on Thursday. The committee chairman wants to have staff question the Attorney General, not just lawmakers. But the Justice Department says Barr agreed to be questioned by members of Congress, not their staff members. Seven. And finally, let's turn to business, and I am loving this story. All hope may not be lost to save shopping malls in America. We just talked about an aspect of this. According to the International Council of Shopping Centers, the next generation of shoppers could lead to a revival. It found 95% of Gen Zers went to a shopping center last year, and nearly three-quarters of those say they prefer it to shopping online. For comparison, 75% of millennials and 58% of Gen X physically went to a mall. And that's the way it is. Wow. Isn't that surprising? Yeah, and that is the way that it is on this Monday, April 29th, 2019. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not hanging out at the mall and going to Spencer's, Woo-hoo! ladies and gentlemen, Alexis Thompson. Oh, I love Delia. Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, Dava Clay. Good morning. Good morning to all of you. We are a proud sponsor of the Twin Cities Orthopedics Women Run the Cities, presented by PNC Bank, Sunday, May 19th at Minnehaha Park. Register at tcmevents.org. Raise your glass, everybody. Cheers, and let's start the show. Mm, Take a sip. Here we go. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, I got a new cup. Had to get a fresh cup. Mine, oh, mm. that six o'clock hour, it tasted like mud water. Oh, mm. Mm. I don't know what mud water tastes like, but mm. I think that's what it tastes like. Muddy. That, uh, that survey is delightful news. It's a heaven to my ears because yes. I love a good shopping mall. And I do, I do, I, the tactile, I like the, the, the kind of like the buying CDs. I like the touching. I like. I, I, I want to see the I clothing. I like to try things on. Yes, Lex. Yes. I mean, look, what I'll sometimes do is if I try it on in a store or if I go into a store for a product, I will go online to price compare. You know mm. what I mean? I'll, I'll sometimes get it still online. But I like to touch the things, oh, you know, yes. I want to see it, Lex. I want to see, I want to feel how the shirt feels on my sunburnt skin. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to, right. you know, I, 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 so this makes me happy. That's awesome. And I think maybe there, I wonder too. So it, it's, it's the uh, millennials and kind of Us. younger Gen Xers. Oh, okay. Cause I'm wondering yeah. if it's their parents that are taking them to the mall or are they just going by themselves? I don't know. This youngest generation. You know, maybe what it is too, Lex, it's a combination. And, and Don, what do you think of this? Uh, my theory with this is I think the Gen Zers, I think the young folks are realizing there are so, we are so uh, not divided. And I'm not talking in a political sense, but we are now so segmented and we don't really have a lot of communal things anymore. You know, we, we can be in one room and half the family can watch one TV and, uh, the other half can be the other, and we have our where our noses are on our phones. I think the younger people are craving communal experiences. Mm. I think they're craving community, and whether they know it or not, I think it's a subconscious thing. I think they want that. They want to gather. They want to come together in a common space, and I, I think that's what these malls are going to be t- turning into more. And, more. and you're seeing it now. We just we just listed the example of Rosedale Center. They're adding not just retail. But they're adding clubs and health clubs. Southdale is adding a ginormous lifetime where the Jacques Penet used to be. Mm-hmm. Ooh, they're, that's going to be big. It's a girl. It's huge. And, you know, the Hennepin County Government Center is in Southdale. You can get your drivers. So what I'm saying is these the, the malls are kind of becoming like a town square, like a giant kind of downtown, so to speak, a main street. And maybe that's what they need to do. I mean, uh, South it's smart also to has, differentiate for sure. Yes, yes. And special events. And the Mall of America has been doing that for years. You know, bringing in like the Barbie exhibit or, you know, like the Crayola experience. That's a good yeah, example. Yeah, rides and activities. Yep, yep. So it's not just retail. I mean, you can spend a whole day there. And I, so I, I think that's partially what the younger generation is wanting. I think they want to come together. I don't mean to sound woo woo but i i do i think we're we're craving that cuz we're so separated and and we don't have a lot of those things anymore that's why i think like a movie like the avengers i i always say this i always love stuff like this cuz it is it's just everybody's there we were at a theater yesterday and it was packed and it was fun it was mm-hmm. fun to sit in a it was fun to sit in a in a full movie theater where no one talked <laughs> Now, if they had talked, it would be a whole different story. But everyone was very, very quiet yesterday at the AMC Eden Prairie. But no, I, I don't know. I, I just this makes me happy because I love a good shopping mall. Yeah, I do. it's awesome. It's great I, news. I 
was raised basically at the Marquette Mall. <laughs> I just seriously, just that's what you did on a Saturday when you were a teenager in the eighties. It's the only thing you could Unless do. Unless you grew up in my house. <laughs> oh, did you not hang out? No, at we the were mall? not allowed to hang out at the mall or the bowling alley or any of that. But I did plenty of that later. Yeah. Oh, the bowling alley. Oh, that's oh, another place yeah. too. Did you have a cool bowling alley in your town, Lex? Oh yeah, actually it's still here. It's it's you know because I kind of I grew up in the Mountain View, yeah. the Shoreview area, uh, Flaherty's. Right off of Snelling and County E, I want to say. Is that oh, really? Um, yeah. And it's still there. That's well, where we used Mer- to hang out. <laughs> well, Kyle used, to, Kyle used to hang out. I'm not hang out, but the, the place for like Anoka and uh, the Mermaid. That's where they oh. would have like their senior sleepover and all that stuff is the, the Mermaid. And uh, yeah. Oh, bowling. Dawn, did you hang out mm. at a bowling alley? Um, skating rink whenever oh, we could, uh, yes. like seventh, eighth grade. Uh, and then it was the mall after that. Uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't really allowed to go to the mall either unless yeah. I spent the night with somebody else, which I did a lot. And then oh. their parents would take it to, us to the mall. Oh. And then I, my mom didn't know. Aha. Uh-huh. Got it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah. that's where, you know, you wanted to see other teenagers from yep. other schools. Like yes. that's, I didn't spend money. I didn't have money to spend. I was just looking for boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's so what my dad was, was afraid of. <laughs> See? Yeah, and then what Lex. do you? Yeah, you're just yeah. Lex. We weren't leaving the mall or doing anything weird. We also no. had a movie theater in the mall, so that was like, oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, so did we? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was all connected. Oh, the Marquette Cinema. Mm-hmm. I kissed a few girls in that cinema. Oh my uh-huh. god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I made out. I made out with Bernice Corley watching. I'm gonna get you, sucker. Um, mm-hmm, that's right. I have fond memories of that movie for more than one reason. Oh, oh that's that a funny movie. movie. Where would you? Oh. When were you kissing? The whole time, girl. The whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Jesus, we made out that. like, oh yeah, Bernice. That was my girl. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, yeah, I we're we're still Facebook friends. It was that was one we reunited. We saw each other for the first time in about twenty two years. We were both, uh, ironically, strangely, in Chicago on the same weekend. Uh, this was a few years ago, and I saw her on Facebook. I'm like, oh my goodness, Bernice is in Chicago. And we met up. I met her. I met her husband. She met my husband. Uh, it was it was it was sweet and it was great. And she's exactly the same. And and yeah, it was delightful. But yeah, she was my she was my serious girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, Bernice. Oh, Bernice. <laughs> 714, everybody. When we come back, we turn to Alexis's Animal Kingdom right after this. Look, Sim. Everything the light touches is Alexis's kingdom. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Live, live at the Animal News Desk, my talk's Alexis Thompson. Welcome back, everybody. It's time to step into the kingdom. What kingdom am I talking about? <laughs> Oh, 
Alexis's animal kingdom. We need a kitty first, Jace. You need a kitty? A kitty? Mm -hmm. Okay, there we go. There we go. Mm -hmm. Australia. (laughs) There you go. Australia has a problem. What? They're cute. They're fluffy. But they're public enemy number one in Australia. Oh, no. What? Feral cats. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah, they they uh, guess that by 2020, yeah. they're going to have six million feral cats there. What? Yeah. So, six million? Yes. So by then, the government, actually, they're leading the force on this. They want to kill two million free roaming cats, oh, no. um, which yeah, is, is estimated to be two or three times that size. And there are some areas in Australia, which I couldn't even believe I, I was reading this. Um, where the council is offering bounties for feral cal- cat scalps. They get $10 for each one. Wow, that's oh. a lot. Oh, that's, that's sad. I don't like that. That's real sad, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, but these cats, they're killers. That's the problem. And they are uh, driving about 20 mammal species to extinction. They're the single biggest <gasps> threat to Australia's native species. Oh, wow. That's a big no problem. No way, Lex. Oh, yeah. And, you know, these native species are easy prey for cats. Cats are really, they're killers. And especially the feral ones who, you know, they don't know any better. They're just learning from the other feral cats. Yeah. They're not they neutered or spayed. Yeah, they're just trying to survive. And I guess that they've killed more than a million native birds and 1.7 million reptiles across Australia, this is every day. Oh, my goodness, Lex. So they've got a problem there. they got to figure out what they're going to do. I hope they're not going to do the bounty thing. but No, uh, but they got to Bob Barker, these cats, girl. I mean, right. You know. People, maybe they need to educate people on spaying and neutering pets. Bob Barker, like you said. Right, yes. yeah. Maybe capture them, neuter and spade them, and then go from there. Or Well, they're still that- going to be killing things in the wild. That's true. Uh, oh, I, boy. Yeah. Lex, those numbers, I mean, just look, you know, we, we, we wowed and went, <gasps> and just the shock factor of six million or however many. The, but I didn't, I had no clue the damage these cats do. I thought they were just a nuisance problem, Lex. I had yeah. no idea that they're causing real ecosystem problems. That's crazy. Yeah, big time. So they've oh, got to figure that goodness. out. And, yeah. uh, Australia, have fun with that. Oh, right. <laughs> You guys see the the viral video? It was about a week ago. The around the second weekend of Coachella, she okay. was throwing puppies away yes. in a dumpster. Yeah. No, what? This was in Coachella, and um, some secure uh, security camera picked up uh, a woman throwing a bag into <sighs> a, a Napa Auto Parts dumpster. And it turns out, luckily, one of the workers went, and there was another person that went. I guess he was like looking through the garbage for stuff, um, found them in the bag and it was a closed bag. There were seven puppies inside and there's one sad part, but then, but it also means that Uh something good is happening. So it does get better. Oh, geez. Oh, no. Here we go. Uh, one of them died. Okay. okay. <laughs> one died. Okay. Yeah. And it okay. was the runt of the litter. And actually, it was the little guy that was on the bottom of the bag when it no. hit the dumpster. No. Yeah. So it was in a lot of trauma. He was kind of the cushion to save his siblings. No. So, little baby, that's not good. But the other no, six no. are doing no. great. They're holding on. They're thriving. And the other upside about this is that they found they identified the woman. Her name was Deborah Sue Caldwell, and they went to her house. When they went inside, they found 38 other dogs inside. Oh, my gosh. 
She and should be arrested. Oh, very, yeah. She should be in jail for a very long I hope time. So. That's that's disgusting. She is right now. They're waiting trial, of course. But all of the animals are being cared for by a vet team and technicians who really know what they're doing. And so they're going to be okay, too. But the little puppies in the bag were only three days old. Mm-mm. No, Lex, yeah. really? Yeah. So oh, you horrible. And it's a woman, right, it's Lex? It's a woman. You horrible, horrible woman. Yeah. That's just, it, uh, there's a special place in hell for people like that. Sorry, yeah, don't mean to be blunt. I'm just, ugh. Yeah, especially when there are great rescue groups, the Humane Society. Yeah. Uh, you can drop them off with no questions asked. No question. There's, Lex, when you say, there's, there's, there are no more excuses. Uh, it, w- there there's no excuses anymore. I mean, back in the day, there weren't the, these many, re, there weren't these, there weren't as many resources, but now, oh my goodness. There are so, like you said, there are so many organizations. I don't care where you live. I don't care how small the town there. You, you can find some place to take these animals. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to do this. There's you can a- call them and say, I have a real problem. Yes. And I, it got out of control and um, they'll even come to your house and take them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's just Ugh. shameful what she did. So Shameful, Lex. She is, uh, yep, in jail Horrible right woman. now. So we shall see what happens there. Her trial is uh, mid-June. Why don't we do this? Let's take a break because uh, I'm looking uh, at the other two stories and uh, we're going to take a turn. I mean, especially I'm looking at this next a one. A gaseous and- one. Yeah. That's a preview of uh, what's what's. <laughs> that's a preview. That's a preview of what's coming. Hey guys, uh, don't forget we have uh, April just a little uh, a little bit longer, just a couple more days of April. You can re- uh, download the MyTalk app, register to, on the app, and then you can enter to win a Royal Caribbean cruise for two, thanks to Bell Destinations and Sun Country Airlines. So make sure you do that. Also, speaking of apps and such, uh, Monday means a new episode of Two Fairy Godfather. This is up right now. I'm really the today's episode. I love because we go deep into one of our favorite hotels. Why you should stay there for your next Disney trip. Go to podcast one, Apple podcasts or Spotify and download the new episode of two fairy godfathers. 726. We're going to take a small break. When we come back, cows and farts. 731. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk. 1071. Everything entertainment. Everything extra crispy hash browns. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. Thank you for being here. Coming up a little bit. Dawn's going to tell us what a sleep box is. What? I don't know. A sleep box, Lex. I don't know <laughs> yep. what a sleep box is. You're going to love it. Yeah. And why if you are a big smoker or you have a big stroller, you're kind of screwed at Walt Disney World right now. Uh, Dawn will have both of those stories coming up in a little bit. But right now, we return to the kingdom. Yes. And Alexis Thompson. Lex, uh, why for am I playing the cow sound effect? Because, uh, yeah, the next story is about <laughs> unraveling the mystery of whether cows fart. I didn't know this was a debate, but I guess it is. In the climate change debate, which, of course, we're not going to go into detail about that, but some policymakers <laughs> are denying that cows fart, which I think is kind of crazy. <laughs> they're 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 denying that they pass gas? Yes, but what they're saying oh, is on. is that there's still methane coming out of them, but the other end, that they actually belch. Oh. oh. Hmm. But really, the truth is that they do both. Just like, I mean, they have four stomachs, so of course they're going to do both. Yeah. So, um, 
Actually, their burps are worse than their farts. Really? <laughs> yes, because it's coming from both ends. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's a lot of animals that fart. You know, millipedes do, whales fart. What? So it's not that crazy that cows would, especially look, think about their diet. Yeah. We'd be farting too. Yeah. But I, I never thought about them belching. I just thought it came out of one end. So it, actually, it turned out to be even um, more interesting <laughs> than just I never, do they fart or not. I never thought about that. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, really, why would you? you know, yeah, if you're sitting around much. pondering that and you're not yeah. in a farmer. Yeah. yeah. You, have, you should probably ask someone for help <laughs> if you're just pondering the, yeah, yeah. the gas life of a, of a cow. But <laughs> right. I, but I, now I, we I, are. Now we're thinking about it, right? <laughs> oh, now we are. Now we are. I would imagine most animals, I mean, if they have a stomach and stuff, I mean, I would think most of them pass gas. Lex, yes. am, am I, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. peacocks, I'm sure. Um, birds peacocks. and most sea creatures don't. Oh, oh I um, just said peacock, yeah. But other than that, they're still working. Actually, there are scientists right now. They are researching whether or not spiders fart. They're doing okay, that now, right I, now. Okay, now can I raise my hand? <laughs> They're I, doing I, that right now. Somebody yeah, right now. Right, right now. As our show's on the air, someone, a scientist in Ireland, is studying a spider fart. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, can you imagine how how you do that? No, how like, would you're you looking do for that? the displacement of some air, um, but how little that must be, <laughs> and whether it's just like the swipe of a leg or uh, even one of their hair. Follicles, you know. I mean, it could be. Wow. They just lift up. They I'm lift up their, their back methods. left leg. They lift up yeah. one of the legs. Just to, <laughs> oh my <yeah>. god! <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it is uh, okay, mm-hmm. right there. Right there. Yeah. I just oh. think debating whether they fart or not is one thing. Now, if uh, well, whether their farts, the methane coming from the cows contribute to climate change yeah but or control you know what i mean um but um the fact whether they do or not that just seems like a silly i mean they're mammals and i mean come on come on they fart oh my god and as far as the funding that's going to the spider gas uh, program, <laughs> yeah. we could probably put that elsewhere. I, I call me kooky. I don't know what how that could help civilization, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Apparently, scientists have built an animal fart database that reveals whether an animal farts or not. Oh, well, well we right. Gotta, it says we got <laughs> to get a hold of that database. Yeah. Lex. We gotta, yeah. Uh, there are several species of herring that communicate with each other through farts. Okay. If you startle a zebra, yeah, it will fart on with each stride as it runs away. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! What? Don't it, scare it, a zebra because it will fart multiple times. <laughs> Every step it takes, boom, boom, boom. It's like Bradley. Yeah. <laughs> don't startle it. Don't don't startle Bradley. Oh, no. Yeah. And if a baboon starts farting around you, yeah. run away because that means ready to mate. Oh God! Yeah, ready to mate. That's how they. That's yep. how they attract the female. <laughs> oh no! Stop! <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's not attractive. Um. Why would? That's how they mate. Or yeah, get, that's how they signal. Ew. They say, "Hey, baby, guess what? Let it rip." And then they're like, "Oh, I know what that means. Oh, that means yeah. it's time." Manatees also lose it too um, when they uh, when they want to dive deep into the water. They just wait, wait. let out 
from they, the air so say, that they can wait. get deeper. Lex, what, what you're telling me is when they when a manatee wants a sweet honey, they 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 pass a little gas. <laughs> no, 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 no. This that's is when they want to dive deep. You're thinking of a different dive deep. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. No, oh, no. I'm sorry. Oh, no, when the manatee uh, wants to just go deeper into the water, the deeper depths. <gasps> got it. Um, they uh, let one loose. Lex, and by the way, you uh, got mail. We got a tweet. We got we got an email from a Angel Turo. Oh no! And, yeah, and he goes. <laughs> He goes, uh, by the way, I fart too. He just wants everyone to know that too. Yes. Oh, God. You can go on Twitter and uh, oh, put scientists have uh, come up with this hashtag. Hashtag does it fart. Oh, so that's a fun thing to look up. We right learn about all different animals mm-hmm. and whether and that happens hell. or not. We've learned about Angel does too. too. That's right. Yes. Oh, my gosh. One of my favorite stories about my grandma. She, you know, she, my, my dad is the oldest of three boys. Yeah. And she didn't fart in front of them. In fact, my dad didn't think women farted at all until he met my mom. (laughs) (laughs) And she she changed all of that. She was like, you're crazy. What are you kidding me? What did your mom do? (laughs) Amerilis never farted, at least in front of my dad and his brothers. Oh, no, I don't like to either. Lexi, I've said that, you know that I don't. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, no, I get very self-conscious. No, no, I don't. I, I think once in seven years, uh, that has happened accidentally and I was mortified, but yeah. oh, in front of your husband or just yes. in general, oh. in, in front of the, oh yeah. Oh, okay. I think once or twice in seven years. Wow. Um, yeah. No, 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 I think no, it, no. I think our farts have brought my husband and me closer actually. I know you've said that before. <laughs> yes. Look, and, he's seen a lot of worse things. Yes. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is yet another conversation you won't hear on Kathy Wood. There we go. This is true. This is another conversation you won't hear on NPR. Thanks for being here, everybody. (laughs) 7 to 39. Now, uh, Taylor Swift, uh, she's very happy. Her song is a boffo hit. And she has a new cat. Oh, yeah. This this is a really quick story. Um, the, the cat that you see in her new mu- music video that, what, 64 plus million people have seen now? Yes. It, the video called Me. That little kitty that you see in there is, in fact, her new third kitty. Oh, really? Yes. So uh, the handler brought it for to you know be in the video. And then she said that she looked in its eyes and it said, like, adopt me. Please adopt me. Oh, my God. And then oh, she the fell in love right that there. cat's life. Ever. Oh yeah. yeah, she oh and and she named him Benjamin Button. Aww. Isn't that cute? So we have Olivia Benson, Meredith Gray, and now there's three Benjamin Button. Well, and I have an update. You won't believe this. Wait till you hear the number that the Taylor Swift video is at right now on YouTube. Whoa. Ninety nine million eight hundred and thirty eight thousand views. Whoa! For her new song, "Me," and that's whoa, that was just, even more from before. God, yeah. just yesterday it was sixty-two million. Yeah, ninety-nine million on wow. just YouTube for Taylor Swift and Brendan Urie's "Me!" Exclamation point! You gotta, you gotta put the exclamation point in there. Hmm. Me, yeah. So, which wow. I always, I, I told the ladies earlier, I am loving this song. I was listening to it yesterday. Uh, on the treadmill and it was getting me going yeah we'll listen to just a little bit if you if you haven't heard it yet because it popped on friday
another like me. Taylor Swift, oh. 99 million views, y'all. 99 million. Wow. 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Anyway, uh, coming up on seven, Another great one. Another great song, too. 99 <laughs> bottles of beer. That's right. Uh, when we come back, we turn to Dawn McLean. What's a sleep box? She's going to tell you. Plus, why if you are a smoker or the owner of a big stroller, you are screwed at Disney World. We'll talk about all of that when we return. And now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, dad. From Alexis. Did you hear about the two antennas that got married? Well, the wedding was terrible, but the reception was great. (laughs) This has been a dad joke. Very funny, dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. Okay, now that's the first one in a little while that I hmm. chuckled. I chuckled organically at that. Oh. Was good. I like that one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that one. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Am I talking to seven one? Everything entertainment, everything Mickey Mouse. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. Thanks for being here. Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, the week ahead, uh, the weather's not going to be great. It's not going to be overly warm any day this week, which just is bad. What's going on, Mother Nature? What's going on? Uh, it's spring. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just, uh, I, we've gotten spoiled. I mean, you know, every so often we've had, you know, 60s and 70s, and now, ugh, it just rain and 40s and 50s this week. But anyway, mm-hmm. focus, focus on the positive. There's no snow, at least. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Saturday is looking pretty right now. 68 and sunny on Saturday. Oh, gorgeous. So, yeah, gorgeous. Uh, Dawn. Yes. What's a sleep box? Well, it's something that Mark Zuckerberg has created. He invented something for his wife to get better sleep. They have two kids that are under the age of four right now. Yeah. And his wife, Priscilla Chan, she is a pediatrician and a philanthropist, if you don't know. She needs her sleep, and she's taking care of two young kids as well. Uh, So she gets very agitated and um, anxious about sleeping because she doesn't know if her kids are going to wake up soon. It stresses her out. She can't fall back asleep because she wakes up and checks her phone to see what time it is. Like, oh, how much time do I have left? Kind of like what we all do before we're going to get up for work. And then you're like, (laughs) well, can I go back to sleep? Uh, So he has felt bad for her. So he invented something because he's that smart. And it's called a sleep box. It's just for her. It's not a clock. But what it is is that it's like it's a, a wooden box and it has a light inside that's on a timer. And it's a very faint enough so the light won't wake her up if she's still sleeping. But it's um, it starts to get visible and sort of like a dim light that comes on slowly. So if she wakes up and she can see that the the dim light is on, she knows that it's like 6 a.m. and that she will probably expect her kids to be up now. But she doesn't have to pick up her phone and do the actual motion, which will, you know, sort of alert your brain to be more awake, to pick up her phone and look at the time. Yeah. Because then the time freaks her out. So this is going to be the time. So if she opens her eyes and it isn't a dim li- like a dim light that she sees coming out of this sleep box, as he calls it, then she knows she can go back to sleep until she sees the light. That's sort of the alert that, hey, 
it could happen soon that a baby will start crying. Oh, okay. okay. So he calls it the sleep box. So he has no sound. It. No, there's no sound. It's just a very low, super dim light. And if it's not lit, then she knows it's not time. Yeah. Cool. I, I like this. I think it's very sweet of him to do that. And he's very, you know, it's like um, I, uh, I was hearing about a relative of of Kyle's that and parents, some of you nod your head at the radio. There are lights for kids rooms where it illuminates instead of like telling the kid, oh, you know, you can't you have to sleep, stay in bed till like mm-hmm. eight. There's it's color. There's colors. So the kids, it turns into kind of a fun game that they have to stay in bed till it's orange, till the light's orange, and then they can get up. Or a green light means, green light, Amelia, or a green light <laughs> means they can get up. So instead of a clock, it's like this orb of color. And it's not only, you know, bright and cheerful and fun for the kid, but it, you know, so when the light turns orange, then they can get up and, I don't know. Ah. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool. I would have loved that. Like a color means, okay, time to get up. Yeah. Oh, it's it's the, the lights turned orange. I can get up now. So. I would have not listened to that as a child. But, but, no, no, but Lex, it's I'm good saying, to have. Yes, I wouldn't have listened to it either. I'm up. But, I mean, Come get I'm me. <laughs> were you a morning, were you a morning uh, kid? Oh, big time. Yeah. You were? My mom made all these like, um, like little puffy kind of tapestries for the wall and I would sit there and point and name them all you know strawberry shortcake and care bears and like go all around the so she'd hear that but I I'd woke I woke up right away I was very happy and I would kind of keep to myself for a while and then until I could climb out of the crib but then I just walk around and play so uh, were you a happy, did, were you a morning baby? Do you know, Dawn? Were you yes. a, a, did you, yeah. Yeah, my mom would come in. I was always really happy and she would open the shutters and mm-hmm. she would, um, she would sing, uh, it's going to be a bright, sunshiny day. Oh, cute. Oh, really? <laughs> I can see clearly now the rain is gone, you know, and she, and then right at that moment she'd go, it's going to be a bright, <laughs> and she would open the curtains and I would squeal. Oh, I love that. Yeah, Dar said I used to. She would approach the. She would approach the. Um, the what, what do you keep babies in? Um, the crib. Crib. Cage. You would. You would. Uh, yeah. The yeah. cage. What they, were you they, in, I mean, Jace? I don't know. A crate. Doghouse. Dog crate. Yeah. Um, they. She would approach the 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 crib, and she said, as she was walking up, I would already be up and just smiling back yeah. up at her. I would be just like, "Hi, I'm ready. Come on." I and I guess I and I was like that as a kid too. I was a morning kid. I would jump out of bed and like let's start the day. And yeah. I loved it. I was very cheerful in the morning, which what's happening? I'm sure you're I'm kidding. I know, seriously. Yeah. Um okay, I know the answer to this because I've covered it a lot. But why are big why are people that have big strollers and a cigarette screwed at Walt Disney World. <laughs> okay. Well, you have, you guys, you have two days, today and tomorrow, before smoking is banned from all Disney parks. You have to be outside the park to smoke. They won't have designated smoking areas anymore or vaping. You can't do that either. And large strollers have been banned. So if your stroller is larger than four feet, four inches long and 31 inches wide, you aren't going to be allowed into the gated attractions. Do you think they're going to have areas that will be like at the airport where you fit your luggage in there to test to see how big your stroller is? Um, No, because I think they're going to, that'll even slow down 
going through security and getting your bags checked already slows things down. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think they'll the cast members will just be trained, you know, as far as size. Maybe, maybe they'll have like a tape measure or something. Not right uh, up at the gate when you're going in, but maybe along the path. Like yeah. test your stroller, and if uh, it's too uh-huh. big, go back to the car. Yeah, and rent one from I, us. I have to say, I mean, I, and yes, I I come from a place of no kids, so I'm I'm biased, but I love this rule because some of these strollers are like Optimus Prime. I mean, they're just they're they're oh, like yes. condominiums on wheels, and it just gets to be. And these parks get so crowded, even in slow times. That, and you get that thing, and it's like an armada, and then you get a family that all that walks horizontal, oh, yes, um, and blocks every sidewalk, and then you then that family also has an Optimus Prime stroller. I, I, I'm sorry, I know that may not make some moms and dads happy, but I think this is a good rule. I mean, you you can you can survive with a slightly smaller stroller. Just maybe leave a couple juice boxes at home or something. But the, <laughs> yes, the, the smoking thing. Uh, that like my mother-in-law smokes and my mom smokes they're they're gonna have to now they're they're gonna make them go outside the park dawn right that's how it's gonna Mm, work yes now since they've released this um in park restrictions were allowed uh, this was announced last month the shares have soared 27 percent at that time oh Oh, wow Wow. so this is an article from yahoo finance just looking into how this would you know they were maybe a little worried it would affect them but people like good now i'm gonna go (laughs) wow i'm gonna go yeah well i do i i love my mother-in-law and i love my mom but i don't like walking through like a cloud of smoke sometimes so i i get it i get both sides i do Mm -hmm. 755 speaking of disney download the newest uh episode of two fairy godfathers it's up right now it's all about one of our favorite hotels and why you should stay at it find it on apple Podcasts, podcast one and spotify we'll be back after these words 